Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. I miss them. I'm disconnecting. I love it so much. It was nice to have a little break. It was nice to have a break. But it honestly is my favorite thing in the world when I'll be like at Target or something and somebody walks up to me and we are mid-conversation because they've listened to the podcast and they're, they've are they already been talking to me about the podcast in their minds. So they run into me and they're like, <laughs> hey, my kid did that too, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, and I'm trying to catch up mentally, you know, but then I'm like, oh, I love it because we've already been having a conversation. People don't do that to me. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Oh, that's funny. They sometimes will stop me and be like, hey, are you that podcast girl? (laughs) But I don't know that they're recounting stories that I've told. (laughs) Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, things connect. Well, and especially with our um, bananas episode that we did previously. It's all happening. Yes. And we talked about the warts and everything. I had a lot of things happening in my inbox via text, via, via direct message. I people, think you had a personal emotional connection with some moms. Listen, people would see me in the store and Rebecca, it developed a team Kate, team Rebecca out <gasps> of team Rebecca. Team people Rebecca. were on my side. Yes. Those are the nice moms. Yes, The nice moms that are like, how dare you retract the prize? That's right. <laughs> I'm still having issues with that. You cannot retract the prize. And team Kate who are like, we're tough. We want to raise tough kids, you know. <laughs> so I got so much flack from that. I really did, you know, where people like literally were messaging me like, I cannot believe you did not give them the prize. It hurts so bad. So I wanted to take this opportunity to redeem myself slightly if that's a possibility here. Because I want to tell you the rest of the you story. You trying to be a nice mom? I feel it. You're trying to come over to Team Rebecca. It's kind of full circle. Okay, so for those of you that didn't hear it, my kids, my two big kids have warts on their hands. We've tried every at-home remedy. They have not gone away. So Jeremy took them to the dermatologist to get them frozen off. We didn't realize when they got to the dermatologist, she also cut them out, cauterized the wounds, and then froze them. The kids acted a fool. They acted... It was As a, they should. It was a total meltdown. Jeremy Bless came home. He still has PTSD from this whole thing. It was terrible. And the kids asked what their prize was, you know, for getting this done. And I told them they got their prize retracted because they acted so I bad. I just can't even believe you used that word, <laughs> retracted. It's such an SAT word. I retract the prize. So we had to go back in for a second treatment. So I told the kids. And this time I went with everybody. The whole family was there. We made a game plan, and I sat the kids down, and I was like, okay, you have a chance for a do-over now. Okay, now you know what to expect, and so you can do better. And these are my expectations. If you want a prize, this is how I expect you to behave. So Jeremy stayed in the lobby with Caroline and Caleb while I took Lydia in. Oh, one at a time. Yes. Nobody gets to see each other's tears. Exactly. Okay, flying solo. Pro move. I highly recommend this strategy, okay? So I had Lydia. She killed it. And then Caleb came in and he killed it. And the doctor looked at me and she was like, mom, this is a total 180. She remembered the kids. She remembered the whole nightmare. 
You said, so I get a prize too. Okay, thank you very much. She, like, as soon as we came in, she she saw Lydia. She said, oh, Lydia, how are you? Listen, my question is, is there a money-back guarantee on this? Do doctors you know what? have money-back guarantees? Listen, Jeremy and I were just talking about this because the wart saga continues. Like, right, it didn't work. It didn't fully work. I just bought the nitro freeze. We've been talking about this on the Instagram. Listen, I love, I know that social media can be a dumpster fire, but I'm telling you, when I ask people like, hey, what do y'all think about this? I get so many replies and helpful things. So anyway, the next thing we might try is apple cider vinegar um, on a cotton ball. Listen, I don't know. Is this where you said you had to like attach it to their hand overnight, like wrap it around? I am having to do that. So like she sent us home with this serum and I put it on them and then I put duct tape on top because I read duct tape works. Oh my gosh. It's all coming back to me. I had a wart on my foot when yeah. I was pregnant, uh-huh. and my OBGYN told me that in the medical books, it says put duct tape on it, and it went away. Did it really? It did. Okay, well, so that's what we're trying. But the kid's hands are clammy or something because this duct tape falls off. I don't know what duct to Duct tape's you. not supposed to fall off at anything. Well, I, I am saying. I know. So anyway, so the kids did so, so well. And the Dr. Tajali, she's so sweet. She went and found Jeremy in the lobby, and she was like, Dad... They did so good, you know, because they had been to war together. Yes, you know. Yes. So anyway, so I want you to know, each of those kids got to spend fifty dollars on oh a prize. Oh my! Goodness. So I doubled down on the Listen, prize. Listen, I think you're trying to win, like Mom of the Year. That fifty bucks. They were so happy. They each got on Amazon and shopped and picked. What I they would wanted. go get a wart taken off if somebody would give me fifty dollars. I, I thought you were going to take them to Sonic and get them like a half price drink. I might have, except that I retracted the first one, so I felt like I really needed to yeah, do right. Yeah, then that's like a twenty dollar prize. You like went all the way to like the upper <laughs> echelon of prizes. Oh, I'm sorry, Team Rebecca, but we don't do fifty dollars. Okay, maybe twenty five. That's it. That is it. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help. They each kind of like found things they liked. As I was kind of going to start around there. And then they kept finding things. And I was like, sure, get two prizes. So they ended up spending each I'm $50. I'm moving into the Henderson house, man. <laughs> I want me a $50 prize. That's good. Oh, so how do you feel about it all now? Am I still heartless? No, you've redeemed yourself. But I do think that, you know, for other moms in the world, when you go big like that, they tell their friends, and now I'm going to have to go big. And so I just need you to remember the tribe of mothers out there that are like dollar spot moms. If you could just do dollar spot next time, that would help us out. Okay. That's okay. good to know. Thank you. Yeah, these bougie kids. I don't know if they'd be able to find anything at the Listen, dollar spot. we got to buy things on clearance and on sale. <laughs> Okay, enough of that. But I am thankful for the chance to slightly redeem myself. But now we have better things to talk about because this episode is kicking off a brand new season on the podcast where we're talking all about more. All right, so I want you to think of just like basic things you love. Like what do you want more of? More lattes. Uh huh. More naps. Yeah. More takeout meals that I don't have to cook. Preach. More cleaning fairies. Yes. More sock matchers in the night. <laughs> so they just magically appear in the drawer. Uh-huh. More extra school IDs in my car for the children <laughs> that forget them on a regular basis. More Uber chauffeurs to come and oh, pick up my children like from that. all of their extracurricular activities. Yes. 
Do you want me to keep going? I love this list. Listen, I, I'm ready for you. These are gold. I'm ready for you. These are gold. I love, I love all of those. You know what I want more of too? Coupons. Okay, here's what happened in the pandemic. Let's get real. Okay. All these stores, they retracted their coupons. <gasps> retracted. They did. They retracted them because, bless them. They might be hurting. They trying to survive. <laughs> They're trying to survive. Who took away coupons? Let me just lay it out there for you moms. Are you ready? Hobby Lobby. No, that's rude. Which of you has tried to find that 40% off coupon lately? I haven't tried, I guess, it's lately. It's not there. <gasps> it's gone. When did it go away? It is not on the online. You know, I would, I would like look it up on my phone. Yeah. You pull up the coupon. You show it to the cash register. It's yeah. not there. It's gone. Are they still doing the, like, every week something is 50% yes, off? but how do I know that that week the thing I want no, is on for sale? Sure. I for need sure. the coupon. Listen, here's Steve and Judy. They would use that 40% off coupon to go buy a greeting card. They would buy one greeting card a week Are for you 40% off. Serious. Because those are nice cards, and they're expensive. That's hilarious. So now they can't be buying their greeting cards anymore. Oh, no. They can go to the, you know what? The dollar store? They've discovered. Has nice yes. greeting cards. They have very nice greeting cards. Yes. yes. And some of those are 50 cents. Yeah. But listen, I'm just saying, I don't know that stores are doing coupons and sales like they did pre-pandemic. That's problematic. Because everybody's trying to make it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. We need more coupons. I need just more pedicures and spa days and nights with my girlfriends and people saying nice things to me. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> That's a good one. I need my husband to say more nice things to me. <laughs> Listen, after 20 years of marriage, you just look at him and go, I'm going to need you to say something nice to me right now. <laughs> don't You don't even, like, wonder about it. You just ask for it. Good. Yes. Good for you. More asking. Ask for what you need. Yes. yes. Okay, on a more, like, serious note, oh, maybe. Oh, well, I got to get serious. What do you want more of, you know, maybe from a spiritual perspective? Mm, so, I wish I had more time to do my Bible study. Okay. I think that all of us have really good intentions, uh-huh. and then something happens to derail those sure. good intentions, yeah. and if I don't do it before lunch, it's not getting done. Same. 100%. So I wish I had more time for that. Um, I also wish I had more, like I feel like right now there's so much bad in the news. Mm. It's just hard, It's right? a hard. Every day yeah. is hard. There's a hard news story. There's yeah. a hard something, and it feels like I'm tired of saying new normal. Yeah. I mean, we just, what, we just, we're here, people, we're on the earth, uh-huh. but I just, I could help my mindset just get into a more, like, routine of, you know what, whatever happens today, mm. it's going to be okay. Mm. God's going to get me through. Yeah. Yeah. No, good news. We need more good news. More good news. Yeah. So, for me, I think I want more purpose and passion. Um, I think, you know, I go through phases where, oh, it's just like, I'm just like, huh, I don't want to do it it's anymore. It's called survival. Yeah. And, you know, there I just, some days, I just wish I had more of a fire in my belly where I wake up in the morning and I'm like, let's go. You know, I've got a calling. I've got a purpose. I, you know, let's, that let's get sounds, it rocking. That sounds like a lot. Is that too much to ask Can for? we just do Monday? I mean, <laughs> do we have to have a purpose? Can I just do Monday? Can I think about that on Tuesday? I don't know. So when we asked all of you on social what you want more of, you said you want more hacks and tips, and I love that. So in the following episodes this season, we'll be sharing those and giving away our favorites. So that's going to be a fun part of this new season on the pod. So make sure you're following Gather Moms on Facebook and Instagram because we want to yeah, give y'all stuff. Yeah, and text me what they are. I'm going to have to Google some of this. <laughs> hacks? What are we hacking? Are we breaking in banks? You What's know, happening? we talked about, so coming up, I've got, I want to talk about the sandwich cutter. 
Okay. I want to talk about the avocado tip. Okay. So things like that where we're talking about, you know, things we've seen other people do. There's a whole... There's I'm going to watch QVC. Isn't that where they oh, put all those things? No. QVC? Excuse me. I'm going to watch that. Okay. But there's like clean TikTok. There's like mom TikTok. There's various... When you say clean TikTok, do you mean like it not inappropriate TikTok or do you mean like here's totally how you use that. a sponge TikTok no, yeah here's okay. how you use a sponge TikTok okay. Okay. yeah yeah so we are going to search the interwebs and find the very best things for you all and share them try them and report did this actually work or not okay and I'm share in. and give I'm away in. our favorites um so I think though at the heart of wanting more as a mom is this sense that we feel like we're constantly running on empty and so more is appealing to us because you know, it's like we're just doing all we can to get by every day. And we kind of start to feel like we get stuck in Groundhog's Day. Do you remember that movie? I actually watched that movie. It was in the bubble. Bill Murray? Yes. I yes. Yes. We still watch it because I think it comes on like TBS or something randomly. And we still watch it. I love that movie. Yeah. But, you know, I, on the one hand, it's such a nightmare because it's like you're trapped in the same day every day. But he cycles through it. You know, like at the beginning, he's like, what? And then he gets like really depressed because he's stuck in it. And then, <laughs> is that where we are now? Well, <laughs> but then he realizes, okay, this is where I am. And so I have to make the best of it, right? And yes. I need to make these things count every day. Like you're giving me a pep talk. I know because it feels like, <laughs> that feels like what mom, momming is, is this Groundhog's Day thing, right? Yes, yes. Um, and it's the stuff that we just kind of have to do every day that's like always looming. It's like, here we go again. So for you, what are those things? What are the things you do every day? Well, for us this fall, it's very much a routine. Like we have, we've hit the Groundhog Day and we are not getting out of it till maybe mid-November. Okay. I've got my fingers crossed. Okay. Because my boys have to be at school. We, they leave the house at 630. Oh, so I have gosh. to get up every day at six. I cannot hit snooze. Okay. To get them ready to get out the door. I am that mom that gets up and wakes them up and okay. helps get their breakfast. I pack their lunch. I fill their water bottle. My I put goodness. it in their backpack. Wow. They're boys. Okay, boy moms, they're boys. Okay. Um, so I have to do that every day. And then when they come home, we have to wash workout clothes. Because okay. we have to do it all over again. Okay. And I'm a cheap mom, and I only bought two sets. Okay. So every two days, I have to be washing those things to get them ready for the next day. Interesting. Okay, so it's just those things that you know. And you're also, like, doing serious carpool time right now, aren't you? Like, Oh, the chauffeur of chauffeurs. Yes, yeah. I'm putting gas in my car every other day. Are you really? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the price of gas. I need more cheap gas. <laughs> more cheap gas because I'm putting too much in my car. No, that to makes total sense. You're spending a lot of time in your car. A lot of time. And you'd think I'd be listening to podcasts, like maybe ours. Um but I, silence, I just get in the car and I need it to be quiet. Oh, that's good. I'm glad you know that you need that. Yeah, but then you kind of feel like you've wasted the time. No. Maybe I should have done something productive. No, silence is good. We taught at a retreat one time and you talked about the importance of silence. I did. Yeah. And so sometimes I will intentionally get in my car and not turn any sound on oh. just to be like silent and present. Look, you're reminding me something I said, like the women in the targets to yes. you. Okay, I feel good. So there you go. Yeah, for me, I mean, I think it's the same kind of things. It's like, okay, we're going to have to clean up after these kids. We have to make them food. You know, it just kind of feels like, here we go again. It's the same step. And I think I especially struggled with that when they were like toddlers, you know, and I'm at home with them and it's like, here we go. You know, wash, rinse, yeah, repeat. Yeah, I think you think it's going to go away, but it doesn't. It just no. changes. Yeah. You're still doing things every day. Yeah. It's just for bigger children. Yes. Yes. And we can start to feel beat down, run down. A hundred percent. Bitter. 
Resentful? Why am I doing this for you? Did you say thank you? <laughs> right. Why do you keep calling this stuff yours? It's not. I bought it. It's my stuff. No, I tell my kids all the time, y'all are using the wrong pronoun. You have got <laughs> you have got that wrong. That is not the pronoun. Try again. Yeah. I don't say that. I just yell. <laughs> That's my Chromebook. <laughs> not yours. Do you ever do you ever wake up and you're just like, nope? Don't want to do this today. Okay, so this is going to sound really odd, but since we are just, you know, chatting, have you ever been to the doctor's office and you've had to fill out that depression quiz where they yeah. ask you all the questions? Uh-huh. I vividly remember one of them is how do you feel in the mornings? Uh-huh. Like they always want to know how you feel in the mornings. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's a sign or a... Yeah, doc, because I struggle with depression and I struggle in the mornings. Okay, I feel great in the morning. Okay. Like I really do wake up. Yes, I'd love to hit snooze, but I really am kind of like, all right, I got to get this done. Uh-huh. So here I go. Now, if they had a question that said, how do you feel at 3 p.m.? <laughs> That's where I would answer, <laughs> I want to give up. Yeah. I'd just be done. Okay. Like, midway through the day, I'm out. Okay. I'm out. See, I start feeling better. If I can make myself get up in the morning and get going and doing the things that make me feel good, then I can pretty much go through the day. Or opposites. Yeah. I'll get up and do your morning stuff. You do my 3 p.m. stuff. But there are mornings where I'm like, I just don't want to do it. You know, I just don't want to do it. Okay, so what do you do? Like, when you get to that place where you want to throw in the towel, what do you do to, like, Give yourself, when you need more to get through the rest of the day, like, what is your pick-me-up? What do you do to, like, make yourself feel better? Well, I felt convicted about the money I'm spending on lattes lately. <laughs> so I try not to do that. Yeah. I do try and squeeze in a small map if possible. Okay. Yeah. You know how you, like, justify with yourself? If I just lay here for 10 minutes, uh-huh. then I'll get up and move the laundry yeah. or take the meat out of the freezer for yeah. dinner. Yeah, you're, like, giving yourself a prize. Um, or I do a spark. I mean, let's just shout it back to the spark. Yeah. I love my spark. Yeah. I think it's similar for me, you know, and I, you know, I do hit that. Gosh, I think that's part of our rhythm is that 3 p.m. time where you're like, and the kids are about to come home from school and you're like, okay, saddle up. We about to hit it again. I'm going to need something. Yeah. Yes. So I'm typically going for the caffeine. You know, when I'm feeling really run down, I'm going to be honest with you, I catch myself shopping, you know, because I love that little dopamine boost. Don't convict me, Holy Spirit. (laughs) Stop it. When those packages arrive at my door and I'm like, oh, what did I get? I don't even remember. <laughs> what did I order? You know, that is my husband's problem. He does not know what he's ordering. I know. I am waiting for it. I got the alert on my phone. It's coming today. I'm okay. excited. But see, so you get excited. You yes. know, we get that little boost, right? Yes. So I was thinking about, you know, I know that my mom got worn out. So she was a single mom to three girls. And I remember her going on strike. She would say that? Yes. And I got so tickled because do you remember we watched The Middle? Yes. With Patricia Heaton? I don't remember what her name is. Yeah. But she went on strike. Yes. And when I saw her do that on the show, I got so tickled because I remember my mom doing it. Yes. Because you get so frustrated. You've told these kids time and time again, y'all are pushing me too hard. I'm doing too much. And my mom was just like, I'm out. Y'all figured it out. I'm going to try that. Okay, let's try that. Let's all try that this week and report back. How did your strike go? I'm going to do it. Well, and here's the thing. You know, no matter how we feel about our mom duties from day to day, you know, and I think we're kind of, I hope this doesn't sound like too much of a beat down. We're just trying to be real about how this feels, you know, because you, you can start to feel bitterness and resentment. And you can start to feel like, does this matter? Like, am I making any impact on eternity if I do this load of laundry? You know, does it matter if I'm cooking these meals, does this stuff matter? And 
you know, what would you say to that mom who's wondering if it, if it matters? Um, I think it's perspective. You know, part of it is uh, you signed up for this. <laughs> yes, number one. The children are in your home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think part of it is sometimes we overdo, Yeah. right? Yeah. We're trying to prove something to yeah. the world, to our husband, to ourselves. Yeah. By doing all the things. And we really could, you know, go on strike a little bit and say, you're old enough. Yeah. Get it together. Yeah. Um, but I think, too, over and over in Scripture, we see God talking about the day-to-day. You know, that, that the decisions you make matter, the yeah. things you think about matter, yeah. the places you go matter, what you look at matters. Yeah. I think God did not put us on this earth for an existence that is just like, whatevs. Yeah. He really does have purpose for our days. Yes. And when we get down in that pit, we need another mom friend to help us out, you know, and remind us. And our lives are not so much marked by the big events. It's the day-to-day that makes a life, right? Yes. And so it's in that day-to-day consistency, um, continuing to love and and nurture and do the things that we get to show our kids how much we love them. And, you know, we do love them and we do know that we're raising disciples and, and making disciples. And so we want to do that well. And we know that God sees us even when, you know, our partner doesn't see us, even when the kids don't see us, that God sees us. And what we are doing actually does matter. Maybe he could send gift cards. <laughs> I mean, I think that would really Wouldn't help. Wouldn't it be great if like a little heavenly like Target <laughs> gift card appeared on your phone and he's like, I got you. <laughs> it's like just a little Starbucks right there in the line. He just said, here you go. I would love it. I'm going to send that up to him this week and see what he says. Um, I'll, I'll let y'all know. <laughs> so, you know, I think... I think when we realize we don't have enough and we go looking for more, you know, we we find those things that try and give us that little dopamine hit or, you know, help us kind of get through, but we know that they never last, Mm -mm. you know, Mm -mm. it's the unfortunate truth. If I get the cutest pair of shoes, I'm crazy about them. I honestly might walk taller for a few days, you know, when I wear them, but that wears off, you know, it always wears off. Do you walk a little taller? Do you feel good when you have new kicks on? No, (laughs) You don't? Listen, we're in the summer slump right now where it's so hot outside. We're so tired of our summer clothes. I want to put the sweater on, but Listen, I'm going to sweat it up if I do. You know, you're about to get some new ankle boots and y'all be like, check me out. I already out. did. Go Walmart. Okay, shout out. Tell a mom friend. Walmart has some super cute wedge ankle boots right now for $19.98. Go get them. Cute. Okay. Okay. But here's the thing. Okay. So you're going to wear those. You're going to feel good. You're going to get a boost, but then it's going to wear off. (laughs) So what do we do? The good news for moms who believe in Jesus is that we truly have more, more than we can ask or imagine. And it's easier to access than a Starbucks (laughs) because it's with us and within us because it's God. God is where we find more. And you know, Rebecca and I had tossed around this theme for this season of the podcast and the following week we were sitting in church and the sermon focused on this scripture in Ephesians 3:20. We both texted each other after service and we were like, "Did you catch that?" Shout out it? from yeah. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So here's what Ephesians 3:20 says. It says, "Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think according to the power at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen." God is where we find more, not our online shopping, not Starbucks. God is where we find more. We are settling for less anytime we look for what we truly need outside of our Heavenly Father. He is where we find more. 
And I love this quote from C.S. Lewis. I think we're going to have to bring it into modern language because, you know, it's you're going to hear it. But I this has always stuck with me. So this is C.S. Lewis. He says, we are half-hearted creatures fooling around with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. And I think that's us. I think it's like you could picture us sitting, you know, in a mud pit on our laptops, like ordering from Old Navy, you know, <laughs> and thinking, this is the life. We've got it, you know. And and we've got God sitting in this cabana on the beach in Bora Bora. He's like, y'all, I'm waiting for you out here. This is what you could have. You sitting in the mud and you think you're good? No, I want to give you more. (laughs) You are far too easily satisfied. Come find me and come find the more. How does that sound to you? I think it's because it's easy to do the temporary. Yes. I mean, my phone is right there. Yes. My credit card is already saved. Yes. I just hit buy. Yeah. I think because I'm chauffeuring kids around all the time, I convince myself that I need a Mm, latte mm. or I need a snack. Yeah. And it's just so easy for me to just give in to that momentary, um, temporary, whatever it is, instead of like, it's almost like an an idea of discipline where I'm disciplining myself to say no to the lesser things and yes to the better things. Girl, that is so good. I just heard somebody say the other day that it's giving up what we want for what we want now. Yes. Yes. Because what I truly want is to find the more in God, right? right? What I truly want is to be filled by the Spirit. What I truly want is His power at work within me. But I give that up for what I want now, so I have that momentary satisfaction where I go to the lesser thing to get what I want instead of going after what I really want. So true. And I think as moms, we're constantly trying to teach our children that. I'm constantly trying to teach them to push through the hard because on the other side of the hard is the great. Yes. But they just want to stop in the middle and give up. Yes. And that's what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. But from God's perspective, he can see that, right? Yes. Just like we can as parents. Yes. And I love, I mean, the scriptures are filled with the truth of the abundance of God. You know, if you need more joy, more patience, more purpose, we ask God for it. Romans 8.32 said, He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? He wants to give us all we need. 2 Corinthians 9, 8 says, And God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all you need, you will abound in every good work. That's not scraping by. That's not just enough. That's not barely making it. That's abounding in every good work. That's Bora Bora. That's Bora Bora, baby. That's Bora Bora. Yes. And so more is where God lives. Abundance is his way. And, you know, I think about the disciples. There are two times that particularly come to my mind where the disciples realize that the more comes from Jesus. And, you know, I want us to think when we think about these two stories, how much this is like a mom moment, both of these situations that they're about to be in. Um, so this first story is in Luke five and it's where Peter and his homies were fishing. Cause remember they were fishermen before they became disciples. That was their trade. So in Luke five, early into meeting Jesus, right? They're just, they haven't totally given over their lives yet, right? This relationship's still pretty new. So Peter is on the shore exhausted and rinsing his nets cause he had fished all night and caught nothing. Okay. And man, I can just, that I know I, that resonates with me as a mother, <laughs> You went fishing all night? Girl. Great. You know, wow. you'd be up all night with those babies. I you did know? it last night. I did it last night. And you're standing at the sink, rinsing out a bottle, you know, and you are just 
worn flat out, right? And Jesus comes along, and first he asks him to use Peter's boat as a pulpit. So Peter's tired, but he's like, okay, man. So he, he pushes out a little bit so Jesus can preach from the boat. And then after all of that, he tells him to go back out into the water and put his nets out into the deep. And can you imagine how you would feel in that moment? He would roll his eyes. <laughs> he said, I'm sorry, did you not see that our boats are empty? We got nothing. Nothing. Yes. yes. But that's another one of those moments where it's like us sitting in the mud. Right? Yes. yes. Like, I already tried this. Yes. I'm fine. 12 times. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate we're it. good. I got this. We're okay. You know? Jesus says, no, no, go out into the deep, you know? And Peter trusts him. And they go out into the deep, and he puts his nets down. And then the nets start to break. And so he has to holler at his cousins over on the other boat. They come out. The boats are so heavy, they start to sink. Because of the fish. The fish. Can you imagine all the fish? And that's how our God works. That when we just say, okay, we we trust you, he gives us more. I mean, more than we can ask or imagine. Peter would have never, I'm sure, never in his life had he ever seen anything like that. Right? I think it's cool, too, that he had to invite friends to come help him. Yeah. I think sometimes as moms, when you get more some of that is supposed to overflow onto the people around you. I love because that. Because there's a mama that, that needs it for yeah. that moment. Yeah. And so God's saying, call your friends. Yeah. Tell them what happened. Yeah. Give them a piece of it. Let them enjoy it too. Oh, I love that. That's so good. So the other story that I thought about were, was um, the feeding of the 5,000 in Matthew 14. And you know, this crowd is enormous. I think sometimes we don't think about how big it actually was. But this is like Woodstock or South by Southwest, because there's 5,000 people, you know, but then let's say that's 5,000 men. So then if there's women and children with them, have mercy, you know, multiply that times five. So we don't even know how many people are actually there, right? And here we are again, the disciples are beat. They're like, we are ready to turn in the towel. I'm done. I'm out. I'd be like, I don't have enough bathrooms for these people. What are we supposed to be doing here? (laughs) They're weary, just like we were talking about, where you're just like, I just, I'm I'm worn out with this, right? And so the disciples like, hey man, let's send these people home so they can get something to eat, you know? And Jesus looks at him and he says, Listen, it's kind of like when you get out of church on Sunday and you're like, don't go to Cane's. (laughs) That line is gonna be wrapped all the way down to Costco. So don't do it. Can you imagine if they sent all those people away? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, because they were out in the middle of nowhere and, you know, trying to get them fed. But then it's also like, how? How are we going to feed all these people? It, it reminds me so much of the of the loaves, I mean, the, the fishing and the nets situation. So much similar is going on here, right? Right. Where they're exhausted. They have, then they start trying to think about in their own imaginations, how can we provide for these people? But by their own strength, they realize they cannot do it. So all they offer to Jesus is this little boy's lunch. And he is able to multiply that into more than enough to the point that there's 12 basketfuls left over for these people, right? Amazing. And I just think about how, you know, so often in our momming, we're just looking to ourselves, what I can provide to make this work. And we feel like, well, I'm doing good enough. I have enough. I'm making this work. I say that to myself so often. (laughs) You did good today. I think you did good enough. (laughs) But we're, we're robbing ourselves of 
the more than enough that is found in even in surrendering our momming to Jesus and saying, hey, I know that you want to supply abundantly more than I could ever ask or imagine. And so I'm laying down this little lunch that I have to offer you, and I'm trusting that you're going to work a miracle with it. And you're going to just do these incredible things that by my own power, I would not have been able to pull off. Well, and I think too, we have to remember that in these moments, it were immediate miracles. Yeah. I mean, immediately the nets were overflowing. Immediately there were 12 baskets overflowing of food. Sometimes in our motherhood, we don't see the immediate. Yes. And so when I lay it down on a Tuesday, yeah. I may not see it till a Saturday. Yeah. That we have to remember that God is always in the background doing something abundantly more. Yes. And so I have to trust that each day when I lay it down at his feet, that in his time, he's picking it up and creating more. Yes, that's good. This is the God we serve. Let's look to him for what we need and stop settling for these other options that won't satisfy. Just like we talked about, the disciples were ready to give up in both instances, right? Like a mama working all day and wanting to be done. Like a mom who served her family and she just does not think she can make another meal. She can turn to Jesus. He's going to give more, right? And we can turn to Jesus. He's going to give more. So my challenge would be to Before you go to the phone, go to the throne. Ask God for what you need. Before you refill your coffee, get on your knees. Why are we settling for coffee and online shopping? Let's look to the source for more, more of what lasts, more of what really matters, and what really changes everything. So mamas, even now, we just want you to begin praying about how you're going to ask God for more in the coming weeks. And instead of waking up each day on repeat like another Groundhog Day, wake up expectant yeah. for what God's going to do that day. How is he going to meet your needs that day? Not with just enough, but with more. We are so glad that you're here and joining us for season four of the Gather Moms podcast. Make sure you tell a friend and we will see you next time. Bye, moms. Do you know a mom who needs support and encouragement? Send her the link to the Gather Moms podcast today and connect her to this community. You can also help other moms find this podcast by leaving a rating and review.